You're listening to a Mind Cherry podcast. Riding Around is an improvised recap of a sitcom that never existed. Enjoy. I'm Kelly Quinn. And I'm Malin Von Euler Hogan. We met as actors on the hit early 2000s sitcom Riding Around, the first network comedy ever to be filmed entirely on and around a bus. And we're still pretty good friends. And now we're doing the official Riding Around fan podcast. Each week, we'll talk about an episode of the show and bring you interviews, fun facts, and behind-the-scenes stories that only two people who were on the bus can tell you. Come ride around with us. Well, hello, Malin. Hi, Kelly. How are you? I am doing well. Listen, I have to ask. It's the morning and we're mm-hmm. recording. Did yes. you have time to do a writing sprint this morning? Okay, so... So no, I I usually do them, but this okay. morning I I didn't, and and but the second we're done recording, I am getting to it. I'm finding it hard okay. to to squeeze in when we have these sort of early morning records. Right, and I know. I'm so sorry for making you do that. You know, no, no, no. It's it's okay. I just um, it's a priority for me, so I need to treat it like one. Is kind of yes. how I am. I'm, I'm trying to approach it, but yeah, just finding five minutes out of the day, you'd be surprised at how how hard that can be. Just to sit down, phone away, no distractions. You know, tell John to leave me alone just for five right. minutes. It's, it's actually hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I imagine you would find it even more tricky just with the girls probably always yammering for things but yammering well you know they're my daughters and I love them but there is a fair amount of yammering I do have to say yeah but you know as a mom you get used to it and when they're gone when they're with Derek I find that I miss it I miss the yammering isn't that so funny that's nice. That is a a benefit where now you're seeing the uh, the upside of... Now I am seeing the upside of parenting. I wasn't always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, Mullen, I have to say, listeners mm-hmm. will not hear this. We are both wearing scarves today. <laughs> we are. Look at us. Yeah, because you've got a snowy day there in New York. Yes, it is snowing here in New York. The flurries are coming down, although it's in the 40s. So strange, mm-hmm. I don't understand meteorologically how that happens. But yes, it is snowing. And for you, I guess, just a crisp morning, huh? Well, not in the 40s, that's for certain. But it is chilly inside. It's, let's see, it's a a crisp 55 here in sunny Los Angeles. But uh, the the interiors here... are just are just frigid and it's it's because uh-huh. of the heating situation now i don't have central heat uh, maybe some some people in los angeles do i do not so i'm i'm working with a space heater which i have to turn off to record although i forgot last episode apologies if the audio quality was a bit rough for the first 10 minutes before i realized right sorry everyone suffice to say i'm chilly and and so i've got this this fabulous scarf on and what a fun treat to log on and see you adorned with one as well Yes. Oh, it's so fun. Mind meld, as they say. You know, for for listeners who checked in with us after our last episode with actor Lester Woodruff, we wanted to let you all know a little update. He Mm -hmm. was able to verify that the American Dove Association is a real nonprofit. And so he gave a donation and he wanted to let us know it was okay to share that with all of you. He would not disclose the sum that he donated. But we just want to thank Lester for coming on our podcast to try to make things right with the public who was Mm -hmm. concerned by his potential mistreatment of an animal. And it seems like we got that cleared up. It was for a prank show and prosthetics were used. And and so, you know, it was like all smoke and mirrors, but still good to have made the donation. Yeah. And we heard from some of you listeners that you see him in a new light now, which is so great. I mean, that's why we do this podcast is to clear the air, right some wrongs and just recap the best show on television. Yes. 
Speaking of the best show on television, shall we just get into it? Why not? Today we're talking about season four, episode five, a really fun one written by Lorenz Cook, whose episode of the show is, is an excellent one if you want to go back and listen to that from season one. Mm-hmm. Jackie and Wiggles team up to throw Sylvia a memorable birthday party on the bus. Meanwhile, Rudy spills a lot of relish on a seat. Oh, Rudy and his hot dogs. I mean, yes, yeah. uh, we've said it before. We'll say it again. The show takes tiny moments, very human moments, silly mishaps, things that you think, mm-hmm. well, that surely can't take up a whole B story mm-hmm. of an episode, but they manage to do it. They do. Kelly, how do you feel about relish? Sorry, so just a bit of a tangent here, but I'm, cu- I'm always curious about people's hot dog toppings of choice. I love Love it. Ketchup, mustard, relish, sometimes onion. I'm very happy Mm -hmm. to load. My mouth is watering. You can't see it, I hope. But um, even just thinking about a hot dog with toppings on it, I'm getting a little hungry. Yeah. Yeah. I love them all as well. (laughs) Oh, nice. Are you, have you found a satisfactory vegan hot dog? Well, here's the thing. No. Although, you know, I do enjoy, so the Impossible brand does make a, a lovely <gasps> sausage of, of a okay. vari- variety of flavors, but they're more in your, the, you know, sort of bratwurst family. Okay. But I did see online, at, you know, maybe a week or so ago, that they have come out with a hot dog, um, more of the classic, you know, ballpark style. And I cannot mm. wait to get my hands on that and just... <laughs> slop on a ton of toppings and go to town. I think that'll be a really, really nice treat. And, um, you know, in the doldrums of winter, sometimes it can be nice to bring in a little summer and, what is a hot dog, if not a summer treat. And so I might have to be searching that out pretty soon if it stays this chilly. I agree. Isn't that such a fun idea? I think the girls and I might have to do a hot dog. And I don't know how you feel about baked beans, Mullen. I love Mm. baked beans. Love baked beans. Yes. Yeah. Maybe just like a fun treats of childhood, summer treats, barbecue themed day with the girls in here, snow day. Although when I said the word chili, C-H-I-L-L-Y, I'm thinking now of (gasps) C-H-I-L-I. I-L-I. And, and now that doesn't that make a hot dog, a winter treat. So that's something to look into. I'm not sure about the vegetarian chili market, but oh, it's great. I have to say most of the best chilies I've had are vegetarian, just different beans, spices. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you can do, I prefer vegetarian because then you still get to enjoy the sour cream and the cheese on top, but you can Mm -hmm. do avocado slices, Uh, you know, you can do. Oh my goodness. um, On a hot dog? Or you just mean on a chili? Oh, no, I just mean on the chili and then you enjoy the oh, chili see, on and the I, side. And, and here I am main. thinking of a chili dog where where we slop on the chili itself onto the dog. And well, see, you and, could do that And too. that I've only seen, uh, you know, done with meat versions of meat. chili. But yeah, but well, yeah. just because meat crumbles up a little smaller than most it beans. Does. It does. And they do make, you know, fake beef crumbles. And I, I think I actually have a pack of them in, in the freezer right this very minute. Something to look into. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, my mind is racing with thoughts of what I'll be eating later. I know. My stomach is growling, but we've got this episode to recap, don't we? Yes. Um, And this is a fun one for me because I, of course, uh, you know, I'm playing a mom throwing her her daughter a birthday party. Yeah. And Wiggles is there to help Jackie. You really see the art department go nuts on this one. Yeah. In terms of decor. It's one of those where you kind of think, 
this is so good that it has to have been done by a television show's art department. Could any of these people on the bus have accomplished this on their own? Yeah, you know, but but we love to suspend our disbelief for moments like this because it's just so fun and so cute. And honestly, if they sold kits like this, you know, at a, a party city or something, I bet they'd fly off the shelves. It's just an adorable looking oh, yeah. fun party, you know. And Katinka Link reached out to let us know that she is, if listeners are interested, you know, she has her party planning company where she mm-hmm. throws events of all sorts on a pretty exact replica of the riding around bus. She is able to do this exact setup if you have a child's birthday party that needs. Oh, um, duh. right. Of course. That is probably the dream. So listeners in the Los Angeles area, mm-hmm. if you're looking for a child's birthday party to be thrown with a riding around theme, look no further than Katinka Rider Link and her uh, her little business there. bus is crawling with kids in this episode and i remember that being a very wild day on set all of us crammed into that enclosed space and this is before i'm a mother so i'm i'm let's say not as patient (laughs) with all the yammering as i am now totally totally I actually texted Wiggles just to see if he had any memories of this episode. And he said that the kids... So funny had... to me, Mullen, your, your method once again, calling him Wiggles and not his... <laughs> oh, gosh, uh, my goodness. Martin, I, of course, Martin. mean Martin Merton. Um, I actually, you know, it's funny, and I, I wouldn't tell him this, although maybe he'll hear it, is that I actually have him in my phone as Wiggles. And because uh, it just makes me... It just is... It tickles me every time it pops up that I have like a text name. from yeah. Wiggles, you know. But anyway, yes, sorry. I texted Martin to see if he had any memories of this episode. And he said that the children had a really hard time understanding that he wasn't, you know, an actual clown in real life. They were wanting to be entertained by him right. between More takes. Than he already was on the bus. Right. And and he's like I'm, we're cut. I'm not an actual clown. You, you buggers, you know, he was very frustrated by that. He said Mm -hmm. he remembered. He of course did have to learn some card tricks and sleight of hand for the party itself. Mm -hmm. Those kids between takes, they wanted more and more. Yeah. And he just wasn't willing to give it to him. You know, you're tired. You're there for work. And you know, you're not being paid to entertain the kids in between takes. That's the job of a, you know, whoever it is on set, who's wrangling them. It could have been Jen Lim. Yeah, um, could have been production Jen, assistant oh, or yeah, set teacher or something. I mean, right. they're supposed to be instructing them and the school subjects or something. But yeah, maybe they come on. They do a little dance. No, I have a question. Mm-hmm. And this is not something I assume you'll be able to answer, but I'm just thinking out loud. In hopes maybe we can get someone mm-hmm. with insights into this in future episodes. When a child, of course, you need a set tutor if someone, is, you know, if it's a Mary-Kate Nashley situation mm-hmm. or a... Carrie and Samantha situation where right. they're there day after day, multiple seasons. But if a kid's just missing yes. one or two days of school to film an episode of TV, do you have the tutor on set even then? You know, that is such a good question. Or they and just get pulled out of school. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we can have a a student, um, someone who played a, a student a, come on yeah. and, and shed some light on or how that works. Tutor. You know, we had enough of them on set, certainly. Certainly. I mean, I could... My understanding is that they sort of supervise some independent study these days. So that's more how mm. it works. So I do wonder if, yeah, those those students who are just taking a day off of school to appear on a show like ours for a day, I wonder, are they just being supervised reading their book or something like that? Right. 
and 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 it, so it is the kind of thing you just drop in, drop out. But right. I, you know, as someone who didn't miss much school as a kid, I I can't imagine what that would oh. have been like. Yeah. No, that would have been tough for me too. I think I preferred stability, preferred preferred routine. Yes. Acting as a child just simply wouldn't have been for me. No, no, no. I'm not angry at my parents at all for delaying my entry into the industry until I was no. an adult. No. No. Well, a lot of fun things in this episode. We listened to the DVD commentary on this one mm-hmm. to try to get some insight for you guys. We try to do that with these ones where we don't have a guest because, you know, we can only give our insight into these episodes uh, when it's just the two of us. So it's helpful sometimes to hear from the directors, the writers themselves. And Lorenz, I will say, kind of dominated the convo on the DVD commentary for this one, which, hey, not a complaint. Love Lorenz. He's so funny. And... Right. um you know, I think we've mentioned before that he loved to sort of razz everybody and, and boy, he, does he do that on the DVD commentary, you know, some, some acting choices he's sort of calling out <laughs> in, yes. in the moment. And, you know, I can take it. I can take it definitely. Yeah. But, it, you know, it's so funny. We were just talking in our last episode with Lester about how important it is to be able to receive notes and just yeah. to be open to the criticism and feedback that the world gives us. So, I, you know, but you do find yourself bristling when you're faced with it, especially yes. when you don't know it's being said about you. And again, we were never invited to do DVD commentary. So yeah, yeah, tough to hear years later as well. That's what I was going to say is the other thing that's hard about it is like, well, what am I supposed to do about that now? I'm not able to go do another take. So what is right. the what's the value add there of, of the note years after the fact? Right. Right. Yeah. And I guess I would just say I have to see where he's coming from as someone who came from that viral internet world, you know, he found stardom with poop on my shoe. And that is a cutthroat world. And you're constantly exposed to viewer feedback at all times via comments, tags, Mm -hmm. uh, shares, and that's true. Yeah. So so he's coming from that world. And, and so he's got a little rougher of an edge than a, a soft television people do. You're right. You're right. He was hardened by that YouTube world. Comments on there mm-hmm. can be absolutely nightmarish. I mean, there are some super cuts from our show that, you know, find their way on YouTube and I can't go there anymore. I just, I can't, I can't handle that. Oh, is that right? Yeah. They're not, they're okay. not always nice. Uh, and, and especially when it is like, well, yeah, I can't fix that now. So that's how I looked then. Or, you know, it's, it hasn't come up in a while, but the shape of my head, I mean, there's one Kelly, that's just, it's just a super cut of basically every profile shot of me in the show. Oh, you are not serious. Yeah. And it's what's with this woman's head is the title of the video. So can you imagine how, how just nasty the comments get? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't um, don't mean to laugh, Mullen. It's just, it's the idea of putting together a super cut of someone with a weird looking head is so funny to me. That's why I'm like, I'm not laughing at the shape of your head. Right. Yeah. I mean, I would hope that it would be inspirational for some people to, you know, a lot of people that we see on television are what you'd call perfect specimens. And I don't know, I, I, I'm a little mm. bit proud, I think, to represent the people who have a little bit of a funny shaped something or other. And I, I don't right. know. Right. Or maybe red haired like Sarah Snook, you know, there are not many redheads out there um yeah. on television yeah. what is that fellow's name uh-huh. he was in the movie where alicia vikander plays a, an, an ai a robot i was hoping it uh, wouldn't be him because i was 
trouble pronouncing Donald his name. Donald Gleason? Donald, Donald Gleason. Yeah, I think is how you oh, say okay. it. Um, okay. An Irish fellow. Yeah, he's great. He's a fantastic actor. Uh, he's also, yeah. he's excellent in that movie About Time, if you've ever seen that. Oh, you know, I have. And I loved it. Well, it's just nice to see a fellow like that as a romantic lead. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A real sweetie. Mm-hmm. Total sweetie. And it's just sad and you cry a lot and it's, you know, it's just, it's an excellent film. Everyone check it out. Yeah. I love Rachel McAdams as well. So. Oh, she is such a delight to watch. Yeah. I have to say, you know what I watched recently? Mm. Disobedience, which is, uh, she plays, she and Rachel Vice play lesbians opposite one another. And it was a very compelling romance I found. Definitely not one I could watch with my girls, I'll say. Oh, dear. Um, no, yeah. I haven't seen but, that one. You're always telling me about about these. Oh, this is the Orthodox. Yes. Okay. I've read it. Sorry. Yes. I've got the Wikipedia up. Because um, sometimes, you know, I see so many things and my brain forgets them. So sometimes I have to look up, get a poster, mm-hmm. get a something, get, so I can just jog my memory. Have I seen this? And mm-hmm. And I have not. But I do remember hearing about it at the time. So. Very memorable. Uh, love scene, I'll say, and just leave it to you to watch. Oh, I finally watched Carol, which I believe you've been telling me to watch for years and years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a gorgeous movie. Yeah. Yeah. Todd Haynes, one of the best. Yeah. Now, have you seen May December yet? I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> okay, Valen. It's about grooming, yes? Uh, well, I wouldn't say it's about <laughs> grooming. Okay. Okay. Uh, but it's but sort of a central yeah, it event. Centers around yeah. a Mary Kay Letourneau like yes, right. figure. Yes. Right. Played by Julianne Moore. Oh, oh never I misses. Yes, yes. I recently watched all of the Christmas time thirty rocks and had a had a oh. a fun time seeing her pop up as her I wanna say Nancy Donovan character doing her little yes. Boston accent. So Boston accent. Yeah. Yeah. Another redhead killing the game. <laughs> killing the game. And well, I hope this is fun for everyone to hear us go over mm-hmm. what we've watched lately. <laughs> I, I suppose people do like it when we talk about the episodes. Sorry, we'll try to do a little bit more of that. Right. Are there any other fun memories you had, Kelly, of this episode? Because you feature quite heavily. Yeah, there is a scene where Sylvia has uh, her best friend from school comes on the bus mm. and for the party and gets on the bus last and is sort of one of the shyer kids in the class at school and is a little overwhelmed by the number of people on the bus oh. and the closed space. And, you know, her shyness is and, and watching Sylvia coax her out of her shyness is, of course, such a sweet, funny part of the episode. But for me, behind the scenes, even just mm-hmm. talking to this child between takes really left an impression on me. This uh, the young actress's name was Stephanie Skinner, and mm. she was such a little sweetheart, so well behaved and just had such a high you, you know, when kids talk and their voices are still so sweet and innocent and untouched by the tragedy of the world. And I just remember their voices. Yes, yeah. yes. You, but you know what I mean. You know, sort of hi, sort of <laughs> like that. Yeah, um, yeah. I just found it so sweet to talk with her between takes, and mm. I guess this is sort of a nothing story because <laughs> what can you talk about with the yeah with the six year old really? But oh, that's funny. I thought you were going to say she imparted some wisdom or no, something. No wisdom at all. Oh. Just I think for me, as I look back, and I could be looking back through rose-colored glasses and nostalgia, but I think that mm. might have been 
a seed planted for me where I thought maybe I could do this. Maybe I could oh, have kids one day right? because it certainly wasn't coming from Carrie and Smith. I have to say they no. were such hellions on set so much of the time. Yeah. Which one of them was the Sylvia for this episode? I, I want to say. I believe we had transitioned full time to Carrie at that point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I, yeah. But Samantha was still there. So <laughs> yes. The, still the, around in case Carrie got sick or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. She's doing a lot of school. You. Yeah, I get the mm-hmm. the tutor. Whenever we speak to to them, we'll we'll have probably a lot of insight oh, into yeah. into Samantha. Yes. Well, that's fun. Yeah, it was it was a lot of children, and you know, this is now. I mean, we've had several episodes with with a lot of children in them, and I wonder if we'll ever stop. Yes, you're right, Mullen. We we did in season two, episode five, I think have a whole daycare class on the bus because mm. Tom is considering fatherhood for himself after right. his mom's surprise visit to Bristol. So that's right. Yes. Uh, and they were younger. So that was even, well, it was cuter and more yeah. chaotic, I would say. Right. And then later in the series, as Frankie's finally preparing to graduate high school, we've got a whole gang of high schoolers on the bus. So, that's right. you know, you see the age progression as the show goes on of, but one thing you never lose, no, it's the, it's the group of kids running amok on the bus. Totally. Yeah, I think there's something funny. You know, so many movies, TV shows are set in school settings and classrooms because it is such an evergreen, mm-hmm. you know, everyone goes through it, everyone can relate to it. And I think that was the writer's room trying to bring some of, some of school onto the bus. Yes, yes, totally. And um, something else to note about this episode is that we filmed some of these out of order, actually. And mm-hmm. so you'll notice that Lester's character of the back right bus tire isn't present in this one. That one we actually filmed after this one, but they aired in this different order. And I could I tell you why? No, <laughs> those decisions right. are made by people uh, of a higher pay Way grade. Above our, <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's so funny. I was just going to say that, too, above our pay grade. <laughs> Such a useful phrase. Now, Mullen, mm-hmm. should we do a, 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 a little vocabulary segment? Useful phrase alert. Useful phrase alert. Now, let's see. Oh, Quora has an answer for us. The expression, that's above my pay grade, originated in the United States military, specifically in the context of discussing matters or decisions that are beyond an individual's level of authority or expertise. Oh, wow. Well, so it's exactly how everyone uses it. But the the military aspect, now that is news to me. So I'm glad yes. we did this. Very fun. Yeah, Very fun. I'm glad too. I'm really finding it fun to get into the origins of certain phrases that we all know and assume have been around forever. Mm-hmm. You know, some, some of it dates back to Shakespeare. Some mm-hmm. of these things that we think are so modern and obviously not this one, this one probably in the 1900s fairly, sometime. fairly recent yeah 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 in, in the grand scheme of the english language at least right. well isn't that interesting so fun so well, fun yeah no listener suggestions yet for the name of our vocabulary segment but i really think we need to start to get this one going the only yes. trouble is that we do seem to run into it just spontaneously as we record so planning it's it true is tough but even if we just make a little sting that you know mind oh, yeah. can whip us up something that says Add something vocabulary post. alert yeah, yeah something like that so just let us know what Mm -hmm. you would like the sting to say what i just tried out one i don't know if you caught it where instead of saying notorious i said vocab alert so that's something that we could (laughs) that's something 
vo, vo, vocab alert. Wow. Yeah. I think that, I think we've got a winner. <laughs> and, and maybe the listeners would appreciate us just singing that each time and not even putting in an effect. Just when it comes up, we do it and they can hear us kind of, you know. Improvise. Freestyling yeah. it every time. Yeah, yeah. Now I have to say my heat is going in here. So I'm going to have to take the scarf off, Mullen. And I, I don't want to abandon you, but it is oh, just no. simply too hot. That's now okay. Here in my apartment. I'm also already wearing a very heavy sweater. No, yeah, me too. I got, got my wool on. I think that's probably a sign for us to wrap it up because we've been gabbing for a good minute here. And uh, this one's been fun. I, I love when we can actually get into the nitty gritty of the episode. I know we don't always, sorry to our listeners, but this one we got into in, in a way that felt satisfying to me. How about you? Oh, me too. Definitely. Covered the A story, covered the B story, and covered our feelings about relish. So <laughs> the, what else could you hope for? Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week with an all-new episode uh, with another special guest you won't want to miss. Bye-bye. Hong Kong. Thank you so much to all of our listeners. Thank you also to Kelsey Bailey for our logo and to John Purcell for our theme music and for mixing the show. You can follow us at Writing Around Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And send your thoughts and questions to our email address, writingaroundpod at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate us, and review us anywhere you find your podcasts. And if you leave your favorite Writing Around memory in your review, we'll read it in an upcoming show. Come back and join us next week. We'll have another great episode for you that you won't want to miss. See you then. Hack, hack.